Black culture feeds fashion, but fashion doesn't always feed black creatives. I mean, only 7.3% of American fashion designers are black. So McDonald's is pairing five rising black designers with five fashion insiders for career-changing mentorships and the access they deserve. Because we can do better than 7.3. Together, we can change the face of fashion. Follow their journey on Instagram at wearegolden. Statistics source from Zipia.com as of 2021. Macy's is celebrating Pride by continuing our year-round support for LGBTQ creators, brands, and causes. Top brands such as Daymoda, Leota, Skin Muse, Earth's Nectar, Non-Gender Specific, Michael Aram, and more. Join Macy's and The Trevor Project in their sixth year of partnership and help provide life-saving suicide prevention and crisis intervention services that support LGBTQ plus young people. Happening June 1st through the 13th. Shop LGBTQ-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Shears and Mina. And this is a podcast. It's called Best Friends. Best Friends. Best Friends Forever. They're friends until the end. They get matching caskets. Oh, that was my favorite, to watch you be <laughs> bewildered and just saying caskets. Didn't know where we were going. But I was ready to follow. What color do you want your casket to be? Mmm. Hmm. Oh. Maroon. Oh, that's pretty on brand. Yeah, right? I would like mine to be purple with flames. I wasn't surprised one bit. <laughs> yeah, that's also why we're not going to get matching caskets. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Um, so let's just, you know... Check in. Yeah. I had a good life coaching session this morning. That's good. Yeah. I've been uh, Skyping with this life coach for like three years now. Mm-hmm. And I really like her. And we do it monthly. And today we talked about anxiety. Oh. Yeah. I've been like uh, more anxious lately. What does, I don't know what anxiety feels like. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I experience anxiety. Yeah. Uh, and I think there's different forms. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't been, like, diagnosed, so I don't actually know. I don't know. But I just know that sometimes, I mean, sometimes I think I have had, like, something close to an anxiety attack mm-hmm. where, like, I can't breathe and, like, my heart's racing. Oh. And then I just, like, and that's usually in social situations where I'm like, well, I have to go home now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess I have some kind of performance anxiety, too. Or if something's new to me, mm-hmm. then I will kind of shut down. Oh. But... Yeah, I think other people deal with it in different ways and probably and definitely in more severe mm-hmm. ways. I don't think I have like bad anxiety. But yeah, I, I'm like working on this project that's very fun and exciting. But uh, like, I guess I'm I'm just like when it comes to comedy and writing and mm-hmm. stand up, I'm like, I got it. Super confident. Mm-hmm. When it, but acting is like kind of new to me. Like I've been been acting. Yeah. But I, that's a category where I'm not like. Yeah, I fucking got this, you know? Well, to be fair to yourself, you were doing sketch comedy for a very long time. Sketch is different than uh, scripted television Mm -hmm. acting. Exactly. So I I think you're fully warranted in those feelings. Yeah. 
And I am trying to remind myself mm-hmm. that, but it's hard to remember in the moment. And then I, and then I start like clamming up. It, ultimately, everything's fine. Nothing <laughs> actually <laughs> happened that was bad, mm-hmm. which I also had to remind myself of. But like, you know, I left set like quickly because I was like, I'm feeling anxious. Mm-hmm. And then was like, oh, then I'm like thinking about me being anxious and then my vibe around people and then people are like is she okay and no one's like she must be angry but they're Ah. like is she having fun and I'm Mm -hmm. trying to like assure people with my words I am having fun but I think my vibe is still like so (laughs) uh, yeah we're just talking about that in general and trying to like find tactics to ease that anxiety are there any have you well it happened today yeah but do you want to share one of the tactics yeah definitely Um, it was like well, if if you're, I'm working with a person who throws out all ideas at the same time, ah. and I get overwhelmed, mm-hmm. and I kind of need time to process that, and I can't just like deliver immediately when I'm given all the notes mm-hmm. at the same time. So she was like, "You can communicate that and say, hey, since you know we have different styles, if you throw things out, just know that I'm processing it, and me me being like emotionless or mm-hmm. like not responding doesn't mean I'm not having fun or that I hate what's going on. It means that." I just need a moment. Or you can ask them to maybe slow down a little bit and be like, mm-hmm. let's let's figure out one thing at a time and work on that. And then if we want to have more ideas later, if we don't feel like we have it, we can do that. So I think that's an excellent suggestion. Yeah. I also think it's a thing that people don't talk about enough mm-hmm. that like communication in every aspect of your life is very important. So important. And I think I think social media has made it so people are like, I have to be perfect at all times. Yeah. I can't be like, slow down. You have to just like be the perfect picture of like whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. And that's not the case. Everybody yeah. has questions. Nobody can do everything. Yeah. Um, I'm sure Oprah asks questions, you know. <laughs> and I know Gail asks questions. She just interviewed R. Kelly. Yeah, she, <laughs> she has so many she questions. She has so many questions. <laughs> Robert. <laughs> Robert. <laughs> well, not she just. She asked him to sit down. She did. <laughs> He stood up and was very scary. Yeah, I was. I mean, she kept a calm face, she like nobody's business. I couldn't really believe. did. I'd be like, security, can we like? Yeah, can we get this guy out of here? I mean, she reacted better than how I react when people heckle me at shows. <laughs> <laughs> you, but you will be a pro. I feel like you will because you're getting yelled at so much. You'll just know how to handle anybody. I mean. Here's what I figured out works a little bit. It worked once. Yeah. So this woman heckled me. I was talking about the movie What Men Want, and I was like, uh, we already know what men want. And then she went, truck nuts. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, did you just say truck nuts? And she was like, truck nuts or uh, beer truck or something. Yeah. It turns out she was saying beer and trucks. Yeah. But it just sounded truncated to beer trucks. (laughs) And I was like, "What? Why did you think that was appropriate to yell?" And she was like, "Because it's what I want." <laughs> she was very emboldened. So then I said, "What's your name?" She said, "Shannon." And I have no problem sharing her name because Shannon is great. I love Shannon. That's where we got to by the end of the show. But then I said, "Shannon, you want attention?" Shannon, what did you do today? <laughs> she told me what she did that day. And I said, "What else, Shannon?" And she was like, "Um." And then she said one more thing. And I said, "Shannon." Another thing, and then she was like very big eyed. And I was like, You hate this, Shannon. You hate that I'm giving you the attention that you asked me for. So, Shannon, 
I'll check in with you later. Mm. But can you shut the fuck up? And then she like, <laughs> she was like, <laughs> she like tried to say it again. I was like, Jenny, you gotta shut up. No, she and then she was very quiet for the rest of the show. But then I tried it with another heckler who didn't take, he loved the attention. And then he got on stage and I spanked him. Good Lord. (laughs) Because he asked me to, he was like, would you date me? I said, no, you don't respect my work or my time. And the audience was like, oh no, she's not fun. They did not like it. So I was like, ah, fine. I would date you. What do you want from me? You're very poorly behaved. And he was like, you going to spank me? I was like, no, I'm not going to spank you. And then again, the audience is like, huh. and I was like, okay, fine, I'll spank you. So then I spanked this man. I believe his name was Jeremiah. <laughs> spanked Jeremiah, sent him back down. I think he went and sat, or he had to leave. I don't remember. But then I, oh no, he was there by the end of the show because I was like, you guys have been an okay crowd. I was like, actually, no, you guys were a great crowd, except for Shannon. I was like, actually, Shannon, you were very well behaved. I like you, Shannon. And then I was like, Jeremiah, you, I hate you. And that's how I ended the show. I like that. Yeah, sometimes I'll like feel like a conductor. <laughs> and, and like if some people are like <laughs> laughing really hard and being <laughs> great audience members, I'm like, everybody follow suit. You guys, this table's doing amazing. Everyone go up to their <laughs> level. You're doing terrible. No one be like that. <laughs> it is showing like Milton, Delaware. And it oh. was at a theater. And it was like pretty much all old people <laughs> and I was like this is gonna be weird as hell because I have jokes about my STD then like relationships and fucking and stuff and uh oh and you have what, an STD what I thought was an STD it's an STD story wow I thought you were telling me something new and I was I picked up my coffee to throw it at you <laughs> I didn't see you grasp it really hard I was like, is she thirsty all of a sudden? No, I was literally going to throw my coffee at you. I don't have an STD. I was like, this is when she's going to tell me? You were there when you, when I thought I had an STD. I was oh, saying, yes, 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 yeah. yes. Um, thankfully, it's all fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it wasn't even an ST. When, wasn't even. An STI. Did you know it rebranded? Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, to get the stigma away from them. They're uh, sexually transmitted infections, not Great. diseases. Okay. So if you do have an STI, don't feel bad. It's okay. It's just an infection. Get some medicine. It'll clear up. The more you know. <laughs> <laughs> but they I mean, loved it. That The a whole crowd of, uh-huh. of elderly people <laughs> really loved it. And they're like, let's get drinks after. <laughs> they took me to the bar across the street. That's funny. It was awesome. So she, was it a bunch of old white people? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, it was really fun. I had an opener once who was, uh, or like a feature who was an older white gentleman uh, who... <laughs> He was. He called my hotel room. We were staying in the same hotel. Hotels are not supposed to give Absolutely the room not. number. That was like a huge problem for that news reporter. There was a woman who like some guy put cameras in her room. Whoa! Because he was like, I want to be in the room next to whatever her name is. And the guy at the front desk was like, okay. Instead of being like, oh, sorry, sir, we can't give that information out. That's wild. Hotels right? be fucking wildin'. But yeah, he they gave him my room number. So then he called me and was like, I heard you rented a car. So can you take me to the club tonight? <laughs> I said, sure. So I took him to the club. And then he was like, all right, we going home now? And I was like, oh, I think tonight means the whole weekend. Uh, so I took him back and forth to the club. And then on, he's asking the headliner to drive him around. Uh, girl, white men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, take me. full offense to this, but y'all are on some other shit. <laughs> y'all don't realize what you're doing when you're doing shit. Yeah. But um, 
So then on, I think it was Friday through Sunday. So Friday night, he was like, so what are your plans for tomorrow? Saturday morning and afternoon. And I said, oh, I don't know. I made the mistake of saying, I think I'm going to go to the beach. I should have said sleeping all day. Yeah. But I was in Florida. So I was like, I want to go to the beach. And uh, he goes, all right, if you go to the beach, let me know. (laughs) And I was like, absolutely not. So then go to sleep, wake up. He calls my room before I was, like, getting on the treadmill for a little bit. And I was like, not answering, Mm -hmm. not doing it. Get on the treadmill. I see him pattering downstairs, shoeless, because he lives here now, I guess. And I was like, okay, so he's been downstairs. He'll probably go up to his room. No way I'm going to run into him. I'm going to the beach alone. Leave the little hotel gym. Hit the elevator button. The door's open. It's him. He's like, where are you going? (laughs) Oh, my God. "Um, To my room. He's like, you're going to the beach? And I thought about lying to him, but I was like, I have to take him to the club later. If he sees a car full of sand, he'll know Hmm. and he'll feel some type of way. (laughs) So I said, well, I'm going to the beach. And he goes, all right, let me know. Room 302, let me know. I said, all right. So then I get dressed to go to the beach, walk past his room. Think about going past it, but his door is open. To catch me. Oh, my God. So then I was like, hey, come on. We're going to the beach. He's like, oh, let me put on my shoes. So then we (laughs) drive to the beach. And then I was trying to pay for parking. And he was like, let's park somewhere for free. And I was like, here is a parking lot. He's like, no, no. I know about all the little sneaky spots. So we drove around. Wait, is he from Florida? No. So then we drive around trying to find a free sneaky spot. Couldn't find one. We end up back at the parking lot. I was like, let's go to in the beginning. And then I was paying for parking. He was like, I should pay. And I was like, you should pay. You should pay. So then... Then we sit on the beach and people were like staring at us mm-hmm. in a way where they were like, oh, that's his prostitute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're having a nice beach day. He before, took his prostitute to the beach. Before or after, she's got to suck that old dick. Ew. A sandy those, dick. A sandy dick with fucking old wrinkly balls. Ugh. And then at one point he was like, you talk a lot about being single. Do you really have that much trouble with the gentleman? And I was like, I do. And he was like, I would date you. And I looked at him. I said, of course you would. I have supple skin and I'm young. I'm getting in the water. <laughs> so I swam. I had just gotten a tattoo. I wasn't going to get in the water, but I was like, I have to get away from this man. <laughs> so I just started swimming. And I was like, I wonder if I could swim home. <laughs> just swim around South America and get back to L.A. So then... All of a sudden I hear, hello, and he's in the water. And I was like, oh, hi. And he was like, it's nice out here. And I was like, it is. And then he was swimming. I'm putting air quotes in the air, swimming into me and going, oops, oops. And I was like, I think you're like me chewing me. I think you're groping me. But I can't really tell because it's water. You know, I don't know. So then I was like, hey, man, I'm just going to keep swimming to see how far I can go. (laughs) I'm going to do this cool game to see if I can get it. as far away as possible. So far, the lifeguard blew his whistle. That's how far I was. <laughs> and then it took me so long to get back because it's hard to swim back to shore. So I was just like, oh, now I'm exhausted. <laughs> so then I, we get back. We're sitting. We're drying off. And then he was like, we should do a promo for the show. And I was like, we don't have to. And then I guess I... I I don't know what I did, but I didn't realize he asked these girls to, like, record us. And the girl was like, he says you're famous and you need to record a promo for your show. And I was like, if we were famous, don't you think we we could pay someone to do it and you wouldn't be doing it? And she was like, that's what I thought. And I was like, all right, let's just do it. And it was on my Instagram for a while, and I look I look so sad. <laughs> I think I remember this picture. It's just you and this just me old and this man, old fucking man with his at the beach, just, just 
So sad. <laughs> and then I was wearing a bikini and he was like, ah, yeah, Ew. that's nice. And then I, I made him take pictures of me because I was like, got to get my very fat, very brave agenda out to the world. And I mean, everyone already thinks he's my John. So why not have him take pictures of me? <laughs> yeah, make him work. My God. That was one of the wildest weekends I've ever had. It seems like it. Yeah. But you uh, had a lot of wild weekends. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's, uh, it's, I you, quit comedy every weekend. You can swim really far. Mm-hmm. And for a long time. I love swimming. I'm a water baby. You are a water baby. I love swimming. You love to get your ankles wet, and then you go back and sit. Absolutely. Yeah. I love just being near the water. I love being on top of the water in a Wait, boat situation. So you read my will and what I've asked you to do. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> Am I tasked with, like, swimming out to some <laughs> island or something to deposit your ashes somewhere? You'll find out when I'm dead. Oh, no. <laughs> but just know you got to do something with the water. <laughs> Isn't this fun that every, like, every couple of weeks you get a new tidbit of what yeah. I've written? I have a lot to do in this will. Yeah, the other day I was like... You'll never know how much I mean to you until I die, because I wrote it in my will. <laughs> yeah, like you, I won't tell you. You can just tell me now. <laughs> no, sir. No, I can't. I refuse. I guess I'll just wait till you die. <laughs> yes. Ooh, let's talk about something we've been doing. Um, we've been pole dancing. Oh, yes, we have been pole dancing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. I took a pole dancing class, like, years ago with my friend Gilly, because she has got a show at UCB called Getting Gross with Gilly, where she... With Jake. With Jake, and they did pole dancing. And I think they maybe made a video, but it was like a group of us. We rented out the studio, Luscious Maven, where we go in North Hollywood. And it was so hard, and I was like, I want to conquer this one day. Then we went to Jumbo's, and I was like, I need to find out if there's fat pole dancers. And then they were like, no, there isn't, but there is one girl here. She's not fat, though, but she is thick with a nasty attitude. But her attitude wasn't that bad. When we talked, she was really nice to me. (laughs) So then Eleanor, who was my assistant for a little bit, who's now my friend, and I adore her. Uh, She's in my phone as Maybe Bray, because her last name is Bray, and uh, my phone was like, maybe this is Bray, and I don't know why I didn't say maybe Eleanor, so then I saved it as maybe Bray because I thought it was funny, and then I sent her a screenshot of like our text conversation for something, and she was like, am I saved in your phone as maybe Bray? And I was like, uh, That's <laughs> yeah. So anyway. Maybe Bray's maybe, also a nice name. Right? Maybe Bray. Yeah. So maybe Bray was like, uh, here's where I go, and I was like, oh, I've been there before, and then she was like, take a class of Veronica, and I was like, okay. Took a class of Veronica, made you come with me, Yeah. and it was magical. Now I'm hooked. I love it. I love it. Uh, we're it getting makes, good. We're getting good. How long has it been? September, months. I think, was oh, when wow. we first went. Right. Yeah, because we Seven started months. when I was dating a man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I would send him pole dancing videos, and he yeah. was like, I like them. And I was like, no, I like him. <laughs> but you know, that's done, baby. I can't keep no man. <laughs> I can't have nothing nice. <laughs> I get a dick and then it's, it runs away. <laughs> the men I date are like the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. <laughs> they drive it away. <laughs> no. Anyway, so we, we're both dancing. Yes. And I love it. Mm-hmm. I just, I love being able to like, 
look in the mirror and like watch me spin around. And I like my body moving in ways that I've never made it move before. Yeah. And when I was little, I loved gymnastics. And I quit gymnastics because a little girl called me fat. And now, now as an adult, I was like, yeah, I was fat. No, a blue unitard probably wasn't the best look for me in my little pot belly. But like, <laughs> I would wear it now if I still had it. Yeah. And I wish I continued with gymnastics because I love it. I can still do a cartwheel. Yeah. I achieved a full split a couple weeks ago and mm-hmm. I did another pretty decent one the other day. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, like I just really love doing it. Yeah. I don't wear shoes though. You wear shoes. Yeah, I started wearing heels and it's fun. The heels, I have a pair of heels but I ordered them online foolishly. Well, we bought heels together. From that wild woman. <laughs> yeah, she was like, send all your friends with big feet. And I was yeah, like, I guess they, like, she, they specially had like big feet big, shoes. Big footed shoes. Yeah. And, for, and like, she kept looking just at you. Just at me. And being like, if you got more friends with big feet, bring them here. But I was like, I brought a little footed bitch with me. <laughs> so like, why wouldn't you just assume that I'm the biggest footed friend mm. in my friend group? Yeah, you were, I'm little foot, you're <laughs> big foot. <laughs> you ever see Liam before too? I did. Yeah, yes. I loved it. I loved Sarah, the stegosaurus. Yeah. She was like kind of ornery. She was sassy. Yeah, I loved her. Mm-hmm. It's funny to think back at things from my childhood where I'm like, this influenced me. Yeah. Because I watched Land Before Time so many times, and I loved that sassy little stegosaurus. And yeah. I was like, I'm her. You are. You're Sarah. I'm Sarah. I grew up to be Sarah the stegosaurus. Whoa. I watched Brave Little Toaster a lot. Maybe I'm the toaster. <laughs> Excuse me, what is a scoff? What's the Brave Little Toaster? What's the Brave Little Toaster? Do you know what the Brave Little Toaster is? Are you insane? Wait, do you ever... Everyone knows what that is. It's a this, popular movie. This is like, It's a popular franchise. This is just like when Langan told me about Lean In and I had no idea what yeah, it was. Yeah, that was insane too. Wait, do you guys know what Lean In is? How does everybody know these things? Because it's like the in the lexicon. It's like culture. We all talk about it. No one ever talked to me about Lean In or you, the you Brave Little Toaster. You keep acting like people are keeping information from you. <laughs> and that's not the case. Nobody told me about ramen. Yeah, yes, you like had ramen recently. <laughs> and you're like, why didn't anyone tell I me about this? I called you specifically and said, why didn't you tell me about ramen? <laughs> I didn't know it was a thing that you needed to be told. Well, tell me about the Brave Little Toaster. What was he, like toast and bread? And everyone was like, wow, hashtag bravery. And then, <laughs> this is before people were saying hashtag anything. Oh, Okay, okay. So this is not a recent thing. No, it's it's when we were kids. Mm, okay. So it's about a toaster mm-hmm. who, uh, you know, needs to get some bravery. And okay. he, he has an electric blanket friend that has like a, like a little, the head is the, the buttons that turn on the electric blanket. And the nose is the knob that you turn. <laughs> there's a vacuum. <laughs> These are all, and it's animated, by the way. You know that, right? <laughs> no. See, look, there's, and there's like a lamp. There's a, that's a friend. Uh, I'm now looking at a picture of this. I have never <laughs> seen this before in my life. We got a dopey ass looking toaster, a mad ass vacuum, an alarm clock that might not be living. It's a radio. That's a radio? Yeah. In what? Time in the eighties, uh-huh. or, or whenever it came out. Never have I had a radio that looked like that fucking thing. It looks like a straw's coming out of it. No, that's the antenna. That's how you get the service. Oh shit! Then You've seen things like that before. Then there's a light that looks like fucking Pluto. <laughs> yeah, it does kind of look like Pluto. That's a Pluto. Yeah, they ripped off Pluto. <laughs> I've never seen this. Are there people in this world? There's like yeah, there are a few people. Okay, uh, the owner of all these objects who lives in the house. I can't remember an adult? his name. Yeah, adult okay. man. 
He's like right. a nerdy guy. Okay. Um, and then I honestly, oh, I see him. Yeah, there he is. Looks like someone you'd fuck. He's like <laughs> he actually does. Maybe that's where my taste came from. <laughs> I was like, this nerdy guy. He, he really does. This is so funny. It really Whoa. follows your type almost to a T. Whoa, maybe I was like, now that's a man. <laughs> he's repairing all his appliances. Ooh, wee. Ooh, wee, he's nerdy and he's got things. <laughs> okay, so this man you want to fuck has uh-huh. all these animated objects, mm-hmm. and this toaster has to get brave for what? I think, is he trying to find bread? His. Owner, I honestly can't remember what the story is. I just remember uh, they travel somewhere to go find something. Oh, maybe the boy moved. Oh, uh, maybe it's like I, he moved, and then like the appliances had to like track him down and find him. And then at one point they get stuck in the junkyard yes. and they almost get destroyed. I remember the junkyard. You should introduce yourself to our listeners. Oh, sorry, hi, this I'm is Josh. Josh. I'm a producer. This is the producer. Yes, and you're sitting in, and I said I wanted you to sit in just in case we didn't know things. Yeah. <laughs> and you did. You did. And look at you. Who's that? Is that a car? That's, That's a car. That guy is. He, this is the junkyard. It's like it's um. It's like a magnet that crushes cars. Oh, this was very oh. frightening to me as a kid. <laughs> yeah, it was very frightening. Oh wow. Yeah, huh. it's a. Uh, it's fun. I haven't seen it in a long time. It might be insane, but mm-hmm. I remember watching it a lot when I was younger. Oh, okay. I also read Archie comics a lot, and that may be where I I got the redhead thing. Oh, so then okay. I loved Fern Gully growing I up. I loved Fern Gully too. Ugh, yeah. I loved Fern Gully. Mm-hmm. I loved those hot, like, man fairies. Yeah, they, they were hot. <laughs> Although they were sexy. And then I loved the smog monster. You loved the smog monster? I so did. Scary. I loved uh, villains growing up. I can see that. <laughs> I got that. Loved. Like, Cruella DeVille was my Bitch, mm-hmm. I love, and then I found out she's based on Tallulah Bankhead, who is an actress from like the twenties. Tallulah would drive through the Hollywood Hills, like zipping around, speeding around in her car because she never asked for directions. And then she would answer her door naked as like a prank. Like she was, that's funny. She was also like, uh, she fucked whoever she wanted. She was just truly living. I don't know. I feel like we're so repressed now. I feel like when you hear about stories like that in the 20s and whatever, you're like, wow, they're ahead of their time. But I'm like, no, nah, that was that the was time. That was the time, yeah. Like the Harlem Renaissance. We're not everyone doing that was now. wild. Mm-hmm. Nobody's wild anymore. No, you answer the door naked now, you get reported. Yes, people are like, there's a, a fucking... Um, um, Come on, girl, you got it. Um, what is it? Flasher. Okay, but yeah. It's like, but it's my fucking house. <laughs> I want to do this bit on stage, Mm -hmm. and I don't think I can, because I have had some specific things sent to me that were like, no nudity. And I was like, I've never done nudity in my shows. Oh, once I did crush beer cans with my tits. And it worked out. (laughs) (laughs) But I want to do, because people keep asking me to do videos for their children, Mm -hmm. nailed it videos. Be like, hi, I'm so glad you're watching. Thanks for baking. I don't know. I don't ever know what they want me to say. Thanks for baking. Usually what I say is, hey, it's me, Nicole Byer. Thank you for watching Nailed It. Please stay a fan so you can spend money to see me live later. I don't know. So then I was like, I think you suggested this bit that I should go, all right, guys, I know that, like, 
Your kids really love me. I've already said I don't like children, but I feel benevolent tonight, so I will make a video for all of your children. Pull out your phones. Please, you know, record it so you can show your child later. And then all it is is me flashing them and going, eat my asshole. <laughs> I stand by it. I think that I, I said I was going to do it at my last show, and then my future was like, I would just pay to see that he was like i would pay you my fee for the night to see you do that i think it would be very funny it would be very funny <laughs> but i but then it would just be online oh i don't yeah but i don't care tits or tits whatever mm-hmm. also there's a picture of, i put a picture of my titties up that's true i mean it's covered by emojis but i did put one little trash can over that you if you <laughs> zoom you can see a little Ooh. a little nip Nice, nice, nice. Did we ever finish talking about pole dancing? Oh, oh we, we did. Kind of, did we ever start? <laughs> I don't know that we love it. Yeah. But anyway, I sent you a picture, that the unedited picture where you could see my titties. Yes, finally. After 37 years of friendship where I would never let, I would scream for you to leave rooms. It was irrational. <laughs> <laughs> I'd walk around in my underwear scream. and then you'd be like, get out of here! I don't want to see your body, you're disgusting! <laughs> And then if you were ever in your underwear, you'd be like, leave the room! I don't want you to see me! Yeah. I didn't want you to see me. I'm I, just dying to see <laughs> Well, I sent it to you. You did. And then I was like, let me see yours. And you were like, never! <laughs> this is all I wanted. <laughs> it was a very mean thing for me. Oh, yeah, the Fern Gully. He's so sexy, that redhead. Ooh, yeah. And then, like, kind of mean. Mm-hmm. And, like, really wants to keep, uh, what's her name? Krista. Krista. He wants to keep Krista to himself, but then yeah. Krista, like She's Pocahontas, like, met a white man and was like, this is for me. Yes. Except Pocahontas didn't really have a choice. Oh. Yeah, in real life, she did not have a choice. <laughs> a little wild. It is. <laughs> yeah, they made that story nicer than it actually they was. They truly did. Which is like, was that Disney trying to like erase the Native American history? They could have just written a different story. Well, that's what I mean, where a white man doesn't come and, like, save, Yeah, you know? I mean, that's, like, that's every every big movie. It's, like, mm-hmm. the white savior coming in. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's Disney. It's every, everything does mm-hmm. it. Like, uh, oh, there's this, like, group of people indigenous to this part of whatever, this mm-hmm. planet, this, uh, this universe, this... <gasps> Avatar! Avatar did that, yeah. Damn. Like, I'm going to be the leader. Them big blue joints couldn't defend themselves. So some white dude had to come and do blue face to save them. Basically, they were like warriors their entire life. And all of a sudden, they don't know how to defend themselves. When are we getting Avatar 2 through 7? They're still making them, I think, right? When do we get them? Good question. I don't know. I loved Avatar. When do we get it? I mean, it's pretty. It's beautiful. December 18th, 2020, baby. Okay, we got our answer. We got a year and a half. Countdown to Avatar. Countdown. Okay. <laughs> Tick tock. Start at the clock. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> what did I say? Tick tock. Start at the clock. <laughs> That's not a phrase people say. Start at the clock. <laughs> Maybe start the clock. Oh. <laughs> start at the start clock. Start at the clock. <laughs> well, that means I'm going to line up by the clock <laughs> and then just walk for a year, <laughs> a year and a half till I reach a movie theater, buy my ticket, and see Avatar 2. <laughs> Yeah, start at the clock. That's uh, that's where races start. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They do start at the clock. Oh, boy. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, 
which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your own body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now, politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that will block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. That's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctor. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Ever notice how your relationship with your wireless carrier can have the same yada yada as a bad romantic relationship? Like you're treated special at the beginning with exciting gifts and offers, but then ignored and overlooked later on. Or your partner gets a wandering eye like how some wireless carriers start focusing their attention on newer customers. Well, if this sounds like your wireless carrier, it might be time to put an end to the yada yada. Now, at Metro, existing customers get that new customer feeling again and again. Introducing Metro Flex. More than just free 5G phones when you join, get the same great deals as new customers on select devices like Samsung, Motorola, and Revel. When you stay 12 months and trade in a phone, it's the first of many initiatives Metro is making to ensure all of their customers feel valued. That's not a yada yada. Stop by your neighborhood Metro store, bring your number and ID, and sign up for an eligible Metro Flex plan. I don't love putting on makeup. I mean, I like how it enhances my look sometimes, but just the act of putting it on, having it on, taking it off, I just would really like it to be simple, easy, in and out. I look good. I didn't put that much work in. And that's why I like Thrive Cosmetics. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. Their easy-to-use Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. It holds like a wax and blends like a powder. I love that Thrive Cosmetics gives back to the community. For every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. I would say my go-to product is their waterproof eyebrow liner. Sometimes all I put on is eyebrow stuff because it changes your whole face. I wake up and it's like, she looks nice. And then put on the eyebrow liner. It's like, wow, she tried. Look at her. Is that makeup? Barely. And I love that. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash best friends. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash best friends for 10% off your first order. I'm very interested in history, particularly black history and even current black history makers. Like, I would love to learn more about the women behind the Montgomery bus boycott or or what Michelle Obama is up to these days or what Megan Thee Stallion has to say. And if you are interested in hearing more stories like this, you have to check out NPR Podcasts. NPR has a new collection of podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. 
In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy and resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Abbott Elementary, from Trina, Trick Daddy, and Lotto, there's no limit to the range of NPR. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get your podcasts. Ooh, Thrive Market supports my life and grocery shopping habits because I love food. Thrive Market is my go-to for all of my grocery needs and household essentials and the convenience of ordering everything on their website or app and getting everything delivered to your doorstep quickly is a huge stress reliever. Not only do you save time shopping as a Thrive Market member, but you'll also save money on every single grocery order. On average, members save over 30% each time. I love Thrive Market. Thrive Market sells snacks, pantry staples, baby products, cleaning, other stuff. And guess what? Things I've ordered? Chicken. I throw that chicken right up in the pan and I say, "Mm, there's nothing added here. It's just chicken. Save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash bestfriends for 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift card. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash bestfriends. Thrivemarket.com slash bestfriends. We're now moving to a segment we call... We We are here to to listen and read and give our honest opinion. opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this makes sense because we're starting the engines. We're revving up to give you some advice. Okay, Nicole and Sashir, I'm tired. Mm. But I know if I actually tried, I could have more friends. Mm. But I live in a neighborhood surrounded by stay-at-home moms who work out all the time or trophy wives with fake boobs and Botox. Women that I like that are intelligent and not boring live farther away, and it just seems like too much effort. Not sure what my question is, Uh but I know I need to get out, have more friend time versus family, husband, and two teenage daughters, or should I just relax and go when I want to go instead of making myself go out? Mm -hmm. Hmm. Oh, and then the subject line is tired, but isolated. Damn. I get that. Mm -hmm. I think my advice for this is you sent the email, so you do want a little bit of friendship outside of your family, which I get because... Your kids are teens, so you're not with them 100% of the time. And they're going to leave soon. Yeah. They're going to fucking leave your ass. Mm -hmm. They're going to go to college or something. Or, like, start the workforce or, you know, become an Instagram influencer. Those are the options. (laughs) Nothing else. (laughs) But um, I think you should take a class. I think maybe if you took a class, like an exercise class, or which might help with your tiredness because it releases endorphins Mm -hmm. and it makes you feel better, allegedly. And I say allegedly, but it does. It's annoying. Um, That like you'll you'll find some fucking weirdos. Yeah, but you can weed out the weirdos and like get some exercise friends, or you could do something fun like sip and paint, where you like drink wine, so you'll find people who drink. Wow, I thought you said sip and paint, like not sip and paint. I thought you meant like. (laughs) 
just drink you some paint. Thought it, my advice for this woman was to drink paint. <laughs> yes. You know what? You don't have no friends. It's about time for you to go. You got a will. <laughs> <laughs> no, like uh, like a sip. Yes. And paint. Ah, uh, yes. Where you can like paint a picture with the fu- mm-hmm. with like some like-minded ladies. Yeah. And you'll probably make a friend out of that because wine loosens you up. Mm-hmm. But I think getting into a class, I think, is an easy way as a mom to make friends. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, it's or a shame to think that uh, all the intelligent, cool people she she wants to be friends with don't live near mm-hmm. her because she lives where she lives. Yes. So there's probably someone like her there. Um, yeah, I agree with taking classes or something. I lived in um, Maryland right, right after college. I knew this. Yes, yeah, see, good, good. <laughs> I did tell you this. And uh, I, my closest friend was like in McLean, Virginia. We would like meet in the middle in mm-hmm. DC. But I didn't have any close friends in my area. And this is when I started doing The Artist's Way uh, by mm. Julia Cameron. I would recommend it to really anybody. It's like mm. for creative purposes, but it's also just like to for you to like know you more and what what, what you want to do. And is like, that the book that says you have to do something for a thousand days? No. You mean 10,000 hours? Hmm. <laughs> That's Malcolm Gladwell. Oh. Uh, but this is um, like... You journal every day. Oh. You take artist dates. So these artist dates, you would, um, you take yourself on a date basically mm-hmm. by yourself where you can meet people. Mm-hmm. But the, the idea is that you don't need other people to do something. So I would ah. like go to plays by myself, go to movies by myself, go to like a jazz club by myself, which was really cool because then I mm-hmm. discovered like what I actually like doing instead of like depending on a friend to tell mm-hmm. me what we're going to do that night. And just, like, knowing that I can do something by myself, it's like, oh, I want to just go see this performer. I don't have to wait for someone to say yes. I could just go see that person. And so while you're developing that, you might meet somebody who also likes that thing that you're doing by yourself. Wow. <laughs> Some really great advice. Yeah. And just doing something that you actually really, really like. You you want to learn how to rock climb? Go rock climb. Mm. And you'll probably meet some other people who are doing, who are also learning and new at it and mm-hmm. are also looking for friends. I think that'd be, yeah, step outside that comfort zone. I don't do anything alone <laughs> until I, uh, I know the lay of the land because I attract crazy people. You do. Um, so that, I would never think to do anything by myself. Yeah. Because when I am by myself, sometimes like, <laughs> I get frightened. Because, like, I, I tour by myself. Yeah. Uh, when I was in Seattle, I was waiting, I think I told you this, I was waiting for my lift, and a nice but scruffy man who I think maybe is housing challenged was walking down the street, and he got pretty close to my face and was like, Hello! Welcome to Seattle! You're gonna have a great time! And I was like, oh, thank you? And he went, ha ha, you're welcome! And then there was like three other people on the street waiting for lifts, and he said nothing to them. (laughs) That happens to me most of the time. Like, yeah. If there's someone on the street who's a little off balance or something, like, I am the person that they want to talk to. Mm -hmm. When I just meet random people, they'll talk to me. And the phrase I hear a lot is, I don't know why I'm telling you this. And I'm like, "Mm, me either. (laughs) Truly, I don't know. I don't know. pull something out of people. I think it's because I look like a cartoon. I told this to someone I dated that I... uh, 
I was, I was like explaining that crazy people love me. And she uh, she was like, I, I don't think it's because you look like a cartoon. I was like, I, I truly I think I have like an open face. I get that. Your eyes are big. You have like a great big smile. You have it's like very you you do draw some sort of excitement out of people. Like, I mean, when we, we went to this diner and you were wearing a big purple <laughs> wig, a, a flower dress, your makeup was all done. And we're just sitting there and everyone who passed by, you just had this look of like, <gasps> wow. Like, like they were like seeing like a unicorn. There's like, oh my God. I think that wig exemplifies what's in the inside of me because it's yeah. this like big, beautiful, lavenderish beehive. Uh, that I love, mm-hmm. but it's hard for me to drive in it. <laughs> yeah, it's the ceiling. <laughs> and I have to like crouch down. But I've so. seen that happen even without the wig. Just like, just you. We'll, we can be in a restaurant somewhere and we're just talking, but people will like look over and just smile because they're mm-hmm. just like, she sounds really interesting. I don't know. I want to see what's, what she got going on over there. I guess it is because I'm usually laughing. Mm-hmm. I, my favorite thing in the world is a giggle. Yeah. I love a good tee hee hee. And I do things to make myself. Or whoever I'm with, tee hee hee. Yeah. Like that one time I walked out of the restaurant funny. Oh, it was so funny. <laughs> and it was just for me. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was a good night. I bring it up constantly, too. It was funny. Remember when I walked out of that restaurant funny? <laughs> so, you, so we were like sitting outside. And there was like that plastic that they put over the awning so uh-huh. it's not cold. And then instead of walking out the door, you just parted the plastic and like kicked your feet out and just like stomped outside. And no one else saw it. <laughs> but it was really great. Oh, I love giggling. Yeah. Um... So yeah, that's uh, that's my advice to get into a class. Your advice is to do some things alone, and you might meet some like-minded yeah. individuals, or maybe even do, you and your husband do something new. Maybe oh you yeah, guys yeah, together can meet some people. Yeah, go on an adventure with your husband. Yeah, or, unless she's trying to get away from her husband. Mm. I don't know. She did say like, should I find friends or just be happy with my husband and kids? Mm-hmm. It seems like they're in a group all together. <laughs> Yeah, get away from those people. Get away from all of them. Get away. Honestly, yeah, take a trip by yourself. Get, yes, get the fuck take out of a, here. Yes. Um, sometimes driving alone is very therapeutic yeah. for me. I'll, like, blast the music I want to listen to. You know, the open road. No one's near you. There's no traffic. I love listening to Limp Biscuit when I'm alone <laughs> driving for hours. Because guess what? I did it all for the nookie. <laughs> the what? The nookie. The what? The, the nookie. <laughs> so you can stick it up your... Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so the Significant Other is a great album. And then after that was Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog Flavored Water. And I was like, what a dumb title. And the album's just like, okay. Significant Other is like my jam. Sure. Anywho, let's read another email. (laughs) (laughs) You can read this one. I'll share. Can we make this bigger? Uh Uh-oh. You need glasses? Maybe I do. Grandma. Also, I'm like... You know, real insecure about reading out loud because I'm not good at it, but I'll try. Oh, do you want me to do it? Uh, No, I can give it a try. Hey, would you end a friendship if someone unfollowed you on social media? Damn. Mm. I recently unfollowed someone, parentheses, that I used to be friends with since third grade Mm. on Instagram, and they took it as a personal attack and used it to start drama. Mm. Mm. They messaged me and came at me in a very confrontational way, and I just told them that I unfollow people that aren't really active on Instagram, and Mm. they didn't want to accept that as the truth. 
So the next thing that happens mm. is they subtweet me. So I retweet it mm. with a comment subtweeting mm. them. And then they blocked Woo! me. I have no desire to renew this mm. friendship, but I want to know what would you guys do in the situation? And is unfollowing someone you've known for a long mm. time a personal attack? Mm. Damn. Well, yeah, that's. I unfollowed everybody on social media mm. recently because I wanted to. And mm-hmm. thankfully, no one's actually asked me about it. But I, I did it because I was like, I just don't want any bullshit on my timeline mm-hmm. at all. And, and not bullshit, but just like anything. I don't want to waste time on, on social media. So mm-hmm. I unfollowed everybody. Um, I do think people can take it as a personal attack. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that is what that means. Sometimes when someone follows yes. someone, it is like, I, I'm i done with you. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see you. Or, or maybe just for themselves. Maybe they get jealous. Maybe they mm-hmm. just want to separate themselves from whatever you got going on. So I can see why that person would think you unfollowing them could mean drama, mm-hmm. but they should also accept your explanation too. Yes. But I will say some people, it is a personal attack, yes. which is why Instagram created the mute button. Yes. I think instead of unfollowing somebody who you don't want to start drama with, just mute the bitch, mm-hmm. you know? You don't got to see their stories. You don't got to see their posts. I've muted so many people. Yeah. You know? It's also like, she didn't fully explain why she unfollowed her. She said, I unfollow people who are not active. Well, that was the excuse she gave her friend. But it's like, if you're that good of friends, (laughs) you could have said that before. I don't think they were that good of friends. Can you zoom? Uh, Yeah, they just, I think they used to just be friends in third grade. grade. But now they weren't like best friends. Yeah, they were just like childhood friends. Mm -hmm. And then also they have no desire to rekindle the friendship. So I I think they're just asking, uh, is unfollowing someone a personal attack? It can be. I think it can be. Yeah. This, honestly, I think was. Because, so she unfollowed. Yeah. Her friend I think unfollowed her and then tweeted about this mm-hmm. whole situation and then use retweeting and then also subtweeting back at them means you're here for the drama. You're here to play. I mean, you're doing it. Both of y'all petty. Yeah, I think it's it's like the Petty Olympics. Yeah. Let's see who can out petty each other. Uh, so in this case, I do I don't think your first move was a personal attack. I think they interpret it as such, so then it became a personal attack. Yeah, and then also you subtweeting them. That's a personal that's an actual attack. personal attack. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, you could have both both parties could have handled that differently. Yes, but one person has to be a bigger person and be like, mm-hmm. just actually have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Why is this all happening online? Fucking I, pick up the phone. Because nobody does shit like that. Yeah. People just air their grievances on the internet publicly. No. I try very hard not to. I try to only put out positive stuff on social media mm-hmm. just because, like, I don't I don't need anyone to be like, do you remember when you dragged this motherfucker? Blah, 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 yeah. blah. And then also when people like comment negative, negatively on my stuff, I thank them because it raises my engagement, which gets me more money for <laughs> sponsored posts. I mean, yeah, they are engaging. Yeah, with you. man. <laughs> say anything you want. And then also when people say shit to me, it's always just like, you're not funny. Comedy subjective. I might not be funny to you. That's fine. Thank you for letting me know. Yeah. You're fat. Yes. Objectively, I am. Yeah. Uh, I can't really argue with that. Thanks for the reminder. So, like, I don't know. Yeah. What am I going to argue with these people? They're telling me truths. Yeah. But, yeah, ideally, uh, 
I, I would like to think that we should all be unbothered by yeah. s- subtweets and yeah. people unfollowing you. Yeah, if, it, if th- this person doesn't matter that much to you to rekindle the friendship, who cares? let it go, let I it guess. go. Uh, but I think they're kind of, um, I think they're a little salty about getting blocked. Oh, yeah, she got I blocked. I think that's what it is. Yeah. She's like, she blocked me. That's, I mean, then that is extreme. Yeah, reach out. But, yeah. I, but if you don't care, you don't care. Yeah. Let's do another one. Yeah. I starred some of them, too. <laughs> you, you can read it. <laughs> Hi, Nicole. Wondering if you're into whitewashed Latino guys. And if so, what about them turns you on? You're cute as a dimple, by the way. Latino guy, Mike. What a wild, specific question. Um, honestly... I'll answer it. I'm attracted to all gentlemen. You know me. Mm-hmm. I'm horny all the time. And um, he also called himself a white wash Latino guy. I think he's white presenting, probably, or maybe grew up around white people and sure. doesn't have Latino. I don't know. I don't. I don't yeah. really. I don't really know what that truly means. But also, uh, that's not what we asked for. <laughs> no, we asked about friendship questions. Yeah. I have a podcast called Why Won't You Date Me, where I could truly address that. Mm-hmm. And you can email baconcansave at gmail.com, and I'll get to it on a future episode, Mike. Yeah. But that being said, I'm like, I like any old dude. Mm-hmm. Also, are dimples that cute? I have a dimple. Oh, I see it. I just have to smile <laughs> like a funny. lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's the best way to deal with a big age difference in friendship when you and your friend don't mind, but everyone else seems to? Oh, interesting. Well, if your friend's a child, <laughs> and that's why people are minding, yeah. maybe don't be their friend. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, who are these? Is What's the age Yeah, difference? what are your friends? <laughs> yeah, if your friend's a fucking baby... <laughs> Yeah, you can't be friends with a fucking baby. You gotta get some more friends that are older. Yeah. Um, I have had some May-December friendships. Mm-hmm. When I was, like, around 10, I was very good friends with an older <laughs> older lady who was, like, in her 50s. Cool. She would tell me really fun stories and let me swim in her pool. And she would make me uh, peanut butter sandwiches on potato bread with uh, tomatoes, which is a wild combination, but she did not judge me for it. Yeah. Um... She just like she was just such a sweet lady, and truly, I think she was like taking care of her mother, who was like in her nineties. Uh, they had this big house, this big backyard that they never used. My mom would go to work. Uh, we went to the same church, that's how we knew each other. And my mom worked by where they lived, and my mom was just like, I don't know, do you want to like watch her while I go to work? And she was like, sure. So I'd go to her house. She would tell me these, like, really fun stories, and then I'd swim, and she'd, like, pop her head out and be like, you all right out there? And I'd be like, yeah. She's like, you hungry? I'm like, yeah! <laughs> she was great. Yeah. That uh, sounds nice. Yeah. I think that's fine, because also I think both of you are getting something out of it. Like, mm-hmm. someone's watching you. Mm-hmm. She probably loves having a kid around. It's like a symbiotic relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think... It's totally fine to have friends that, with an age difference. I do wonder what people have a problem with. Because he was like, is like if you have a friend's friend with an age difference, uh-huh. but people seem to have a problem with that. Is that what he said? Yeah. Well, maybe like his friend is so old, he's in a nursing home, and his other friends are tired of going to the nursing mm-hmm. home to sign him out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I maybe they think he's weird because. 
it's kind of hard because I feel like your friend should only have like an opinion if you're like dating the person. Like yeah. friendships are friendships. Like who cares? Unless you're like dumping your friends for this other person. That might be weird. Yeah. I think we need more information. Need information, yeah. So, but uh, in general, I don't think there's a problem with age difference yeah. with friends. In general, I don't think so. Um, yeah, okay. So if you want to leave us an email or a voicemail, you can email Nicole and Sashir at gmail.com. N I C O L E A N D S A S H E E R at sign G M A I L period C O M. Mm-hmm. And the voicemail is 424 645 7003. forgot the dashes. The voicemail number is 424-645-7003. Wow. A three. A three. Um, can we do one more? I yeah. like these. I can read this one. Friendship question. Wow, this is probably impossible to answer. What are some suggestions on ways to begin building a solid group of young adult friends when you're in your mid-twenties? I moved back home from undergrad almost two years ago and have been working part-time while going to grad school. The only people I interact with are work people, other grad students, and my family. All my family from high school live in different cities now. The only person I can see myself being best friends with is with my boss, and she's seven years older than me with kids. I just want to find a couple of people I can better relate to. Also, I'm a huge fan of both of you. Sashir, you got to say this this part. Sashir, I liked you best because I mentioned you first. (laughs) Nicole, I love your podcasts. Uh, He only likes my voice and nothing I've done. (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah, I think same thing. That's like that Mm -hmm. other lady who was looking for friends. Um, I think nobody explains to anybody in school that making friends after school is hard. It's work. Because school is a place where there's people your age. Mm-hmm. You're kind of like-minded. You're like, why the fuck are we here? Why do I need fucking geometry? Nobody's ever going to ask me what the hypotenuse of a circle is past a certain age. <laughs> what? Isn't it a triangle? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. <laughs> fuck. I mean, maybe. I'm not certain. No, I'm stupid. (laughs) I hate leaving my house. (laughs) Every time I leave, I learn I'm dumb about something. That was like, we were doing an improv show, and I was like, whatever, I do it 363 days a year. And you were like, so not every day? And I was like, no, every day of the year, 363. And you're like, 365, Nicole. And I went, oh, Okay, then I do it like a circle, 363 degrees. And you're like, that's not it either. <laughs> I was like, then what is 363? Nothing, you made it up. Anyway, oh, hypotenuse. Mm-hmm. You got some trigger fingers. Um, the longest side of a triangle opposite to the right angle. Oh. Why did we ever need to find that? You you just brought it up in a riff. Um, no, but we learned it in school. Oh. Why did they think, as an adult, I would ever need to know the side of a triangle length that's opposed to the right angle? Also, Maybe for, like, measuring something? Very little things in life are triangles. Rooms are squares or rectangles. Yeah. Which is also a square. <laughs> <laughs> did I break you? <laughs> A rectangle is not a square. A rectangle is a rectangle. It's also a square. 
A rectangle is not a square. It is. A square is a square. A rectangle is a rectangle. A circle is a circle. And <laughs> an octagon is a stop sign. <laughs> Wait. I'm pretty sure a rectangle is also a square. Look no. at type it. Type those words no. in. Is a square a rectangle, or is a rectangle a square? <laughs> Y'all, what? If a square is a rectangle, why is why aren't they just all a rectangles? square is a special kind of rectangle? It is one where all the sides are the same length. So okay. So a square is a rectangle. Rectangle is the standard and not a square. I guess I would have thought it was that the square was the standard because everything's really a square, kind of. Look at more things. Look at more. more. This is wild. Give me more options. Look at. Look. Scroll down. A a square is a rectangle. Is a square. That's like saying a finger's a hand. (laughs) No, it's not. (laughs) Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I stand by that. Okay, what does that one say? Uh, okay, rectangle. Okay, lollipops are candies, but not all candies are lollipops. Huh. <laughs> girls are people, but not all people are girls. Oh. So, okay, so a square is a rectangle. For a dog to be a puppy, it has to be a young dog. <laughs> what? What is this site that you pulled up? <laughs> this is a wild site. <laughs> it's like, pull it. this is for babies? It's you think for, we're idiots? <laughs> no, it is for this conversation. Yeah, I guess so. Because yeah. that truly put it in perspective that all lollipops are candies. But not all candies are lollipops. lollipops. They aren't. Yeah. Which is really great. Because if all the candies were lollipops, we'd miss out on things like Snickers. Mu- the Musketeers? <laughs> three Musketeers? The three Musketeers. A Payday. Twix. A Twix. Um... um I did a show once where the feature had a, a full 10 minute bit about candy. It was very funny. But he asked the crowd, he was like, what's your favorite candy? And this girl was like, fruit by the foot. And the crowd looked at her and booed her <laughs> <laughs> in the most aggressive way I've ever seen a crowd turn on somebody. She was like, oh, fruit by the foot. And the crowd immediately was like, boo, like her hair blew back. It was so funny. Wait, you told me this before and I still don't understand why that's a bad answer. Because fruit by the foot is not candy. Why it's a is fruit it snack. Not? But why? So a fruit snack is not candy? No, a fruit snack is not candy. You think a Welsh's fruit snack is candy? Yeah. No, that's what healthy parents give to their kids as candy. But it's not, no, they give them actual fruit. There's still like corn syrup and shit in that. Nope. Okay, fruit snack a fruit snack is a sugary processed food marketed to the parents as a snack for children. Fruit snacks are very similar to gummy candies. Fruit snacks are not gummy candies. So okay? a fr- fruit by the foot is not A fruit by the candy. foot is not candy. Okay. okay. It's not. Well, Gushers just- are fruit snacks. Really? No, Gushers have Gushers like no are, fruit in them. They're not candy. They are a fruit snack. Because it's like gooey? Because it's fruit. It's and not it's, fruit. It's, it's, it's gushers gelatin. are definitely not fruit. <laughs> oh, wow. Su- Whoa. Whoa. Welsh's fruit. Welsh's fruit. Welsh's fruit. They're being sued for being candy, not fruit. Um, But like. Wait, by who? <laughs> by people like you. <laughs> but I would never be like, I was hoodwinked. <laughs> I thought this was candy. But yeah, look, it even says it, Sashir. Fruit snacks. Mixed fruit, I thought, island I thought, fruit, I thought, strawberry. <laughs> I thought fruit snacks were the square of rectangles. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought ah. candy was a rectangle and fruit snacks were a square. A square. No. So 
If candy's a rectangle, a fruit snack is a hexagon. It's just a different thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. It has sides, but not the same <laughs> amount. <laughs> well, uh, doing an activity mm-hmm. is a good way to find people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. In re- I think you got to do it in real life. I think it's hard to do it online. Like, you know, when people are like, on, you don't know. Uh, an epidemic on Tinder is people being like, just here for friends. And I'm like, what? Yeah, no, in real life. We're all here to get our fucking pussy smashed. Here's something I did in what? Maryland that I don't know if I told you, but <laughs> oh, you already look pissed. <laughs> so I <laughs> I walked on stilts at Disney World. You know this. Mm-hmm. Okay. So while well, I was in Maryland, I found like this circus group where they teach you how to walk on wooden stilts. So I like took work classes and workshops and made all these circus friends, and it was really great. Listen to that <laughs> sentence. I made all these circus friends, and it was great. It was great. All right, fine. Can you still walk on stilts? I haven't done it in years. I do still have the stilts. They they're made, in your house? Yeah, they're in my closet. You want to get them out? Maybe one day. Would I'll have you, to practice. Would you touch the ceiling? Oh, yeah. I couldn't do it in my house. I'd have to go outside. Well, the next time I come to your house, you're going to break them out, and I'm going to watch you walk on stilts. And if you can't do it, guess what? Guess what? What? I'm going to punish you. <laughs> what are you going to do to well, me? I'm going to punish you. What? You're not going to know until you're being punished. I hate this. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to punish you. <laughs> I'm going to punish you good. Oh, I don't want to be punished. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. You're going to get punished. Oh, man. Okay, that segment's done. Uh, and and that's, that was great. That's it. Thank you to our Questions via voicemail and art and the email. Thank you, Nicole. So sure, thank you. Thank you, Josh. Thank Josh, you for thank pulling you. up everything we thank needed. You. When we needed it. You're so good to us. Yeah. We don't deserve this. <laughs> we deserve you're, you're to too be good. put in a cave. We deserve <laughs> to be punished. We, <laughs> well, you're gonna get punished. I can't wait to punish you. <laughs> Please no. Okay, that's been it for us. Good night, world. Good night, Nicole. Good night, world. Good night, Sashir. Bye. Mmm, your lips taste <laughs> weird. <laughs> Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact, with semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch. It's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie, and fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. Auto Trader.